Welcome back to our daily walk in Christ. Um, and as predicted, it is getting cold. I'm in the jacket today because it's uh, it's actually cold and rainy. I would have done this more of an outdoor place. I'm actually under a pavilion here, but it's still a nice park. I also forgot my um, regular microphone. I I have two two good headphones, and this is the one without the microphone. I grabbed this without looking because I was in a rush to get out of the house this morning, and uh, whoops. So hopefully the audio is good. It should be. Uh, this phone's audio is pretty good anyway, so um, we're going to do that. And also for those used to my study coming out on Wednesday, I'm going to delay and it should come out uh, on tomorrow, on Thursday, uh, this week. I'm just buried under a pile of work, and I didn't get nearly as much done on it yet. Um, so it's it's mostly done and edited. I just need to do uh, do a few more things on there, and hopefully I'll have that out for uh, Thursday. Maybe late, late tonight, but should be Thursday. Um, and then uh, take note, on Friday, I'm going to be releasing a classic sermon series. I'm going to orotate a classic sermon. So keep an eye out for those. Um, of course, assuming that we're still here because the end is not. The end is nigh. Um, I want to do this one called We're Still Here um, because for the last couple of months, it has been an interesting take in the world to see how many the end is comings, which started, of course, with the, the was it September 23rd-ish thing. But even before that, I did a video on that. And, and I had one guy saying September 16th is going to be the end. And then another guy said, no, that's wrong. It's October 5th. And then we have September 25th. So we have September 16th. Then we had September 23rd. And then we had October 5th. And then I think we had a week off, and then there was going to be another end time coming then, and then another week off, and then, of course, yesterday was also supposed to be the end. So all I can tell you is this. Other than yesterday, the end is going to come on a Saturday, apparently, because that's what everyone's been saying. I mean, come on, why not, you know? Um, now, why were people saying, like, yesterday? Well, it seemed to align with some uh, with some of the Jewish feasts, although it really wasn't on the, the real Jewish calendar. I, I checked um, and so that was the case, but people were saying, you know, it's the, it's 50 years out from the founding of Israel on a fourth tetrad on, and, and a lot of these different things put together. And, and I started looking at it going, well, we have a little bit better biblical credence to, to say that maybe he's going to come on one of these in gathering feast days. But you know, I keep on falling back on that verse when they ask him, when are these things going to happen? And Jesus says, nobody knows the day or the hour. And so I don't think it's going to happen on one of these Jewish feast days. That seems to be some of the prevailing people in this uh, predicting the end team seems to come in mind is to say, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be the end, you know, it's going to be on one of these feast days, which almost makes sense because, you know, you're talking about, we have the analogy of casting the seed. We have the analogy of, of the harvesters, you know, the, the, the harvest is plentiful, but the, uh, but the workers are few. Uh, we have a lot of these agricultural uh, type analogies, which maybe are more credence to the time and the place the gospels were written, uh, for sure. And, uh, but what I wanted to say about all that is that the Bible, when it says nobody knows the day or the hour, it's not something that's going to be easily predictable. Now, we can see signs in the skies, and I really do think that that constellation um, that happened around September 23rd uh, is a very, very interesting telling sign, because it does seem to line up very well with Revelation 12.1. Um, but that, even that, it says that is a sign. It doesn't say this is the end. It doesn't point to anything. So I'm just going to stand back and stand firm on that entire thing that I've always been saying. 
We do not know the day or the hour. It is futile to predict it. The best thing that we can do is we can be prepared. Now, what does that mean for you? Um, if you're an end prepper, of course, you already believe the end is coming. You just don't know when or where. And so you're stockpiling a lot of food. And I think that there is some wisdom in, in knowing some of that. You know, are we going to automatically, is the Christians going to be pulled up out of the world? Or are we going to go through a tribulation? That's a part of eschatology that's there's still a lot of debate on, you know. Um, so you have this kind of back and forth, this this or this that. Um, and as you start thinking about those types of things, you start to ask those those fundamental questions of do I what preparation do I need and how much is too much preparation? Because there's a point in time when faith is not necessarily be super overly prepared. Now, of course, there's, there's two parallels that we find in the Gospels people move to about that preparation. Um, one of those, and, and again, if you're not familiar with this format, I'm not pulling out the verses because I do these completely unscripted and off the cuff. Um, I can give you some general insights. But there were two different instances where Jesus took his groups of disciples and, and he said, um, you know, go out in groups of two. And, and the one instance was actually in Luke, uh, I want to say it was Luke 12, maybe. I could be wrong on that. Um, but it was the time when he, he took 72 disciples and he put them out and he said, you know, don't take any money, you know, d don't take, you know, don't take, uh, you know, any extra clothes. Don't take all these preparations, just go. And go and, and, you know, pronounce that the kingdom is coming. Stay with those people that want to hear the message and move on from the people who don't. And of course, one of the things in there is it says that that don't you know don't take extra clothes, don't take extra money, basically don't go with preparations. And some people take that verse to its extreme and say, well, this means you don't ever prepare for anything; you just go. And there's not a lot of wisdom in that because that is one small, very short-term thing that Jesus said. It's kind of like saying. Right now, I'm going to go over to Africa. What are the things that I need to take with me or what are the things I don't need to take with me? But there is another parallel where Jesus referenced that time. He says, remember that time that I sent you out into the wilderness. And, or not in the wilderness, but I sent you out to, to preach the gospel. And, and I said, don't take the extra things. Don't take the weapons. Don't take the clothes. He actually says near the end of the gospels, he actually goes in and he says, this time you take the extra clothes. You take the extra money. You take the staff. And he who does not have a sword, sell the extra cloak and buy a sword. What's he talking about? He's talking about preparation in the end. So there is wisdom in having some preparation. And I don't think that we should necessarily go as far-fetched as some of the end preppers do. But at the same token, we don't want to be so ill-prepared that chaos strikes our lives that the power goes out for three days. And those are those things that we have to keep in balance. So what do I do personally? Well, you know, I have firearms and uh, I have bullets and I have... Uh, an emergency pack uh, right inside a very good survival item is a good five-gallon bucket sealable with a lid because it's very waterproof. So I have an emergency pack in one such bucket that if I had to, you know, the zombie apocalypse shows up, I can grab that bucket and go and I'm pretty good. I have a few days worth of fuel in there and some flashlights and some batteries and, and other emergency preparations. But I don't have so much stuff that it's like, you know, the end prepper's paradise at my house, okay? But more than the physical stuff, I really think when he says be on watch, it has a whole lot more to do with our 
biblical mindset. It has a whole lot more to do with us being people who are ready spiritually for the end. Do you need to put your spiritual life in order? Do you need to come in and say, I need to repent of this? Or are you storing up your treasures in heaven with a with a whole lot of people that you're helping in Christ, or are you storing up your treasures here on earth where the moth will eat in and the rust will take away and the thieves will steal? And I think what we need to do in light of this is live every one of our days as if it's a day that is going to be the end. If Christ comes today, are you going to be happy to see him or sad to see him based upon your level and your degree of preparation? So, Hopefully we got to the end of that eight week period of time when the end was going to come like every weekend. Um, Hopefully we're beyond all that because the Bible does say nobody knows the day or the hour and you really can't dress it up a whole lot more than that. Nobody knows the day or the hour. Is he going to come on one of these Jewish feast days? A lot of people believe that. I'm not convinced because nobody knows the day or the hour. It's more like the, uh, you know, it's more like like the the parable of the of the virgins or the or the master who who leaves the talents with with the various servants and goes on a trip. Well, he comes back in a completely unknown and completely unexpected time. Okay, at that time when everyone's all worn out, like okay, yet another end. Nobody believes it. Nobody's waiting. Nobody's looking for him. That is going to be the time that Christ chooses to return. That being said. Live every day like it's the end. And remember that Christ came so that we could live life to the fullest. That's what I want to say about today. But we're still here. We're still here. We survived the eight weeks of the end coming every single weekend. And I haven't heard about it anymore beyond this, but honestly, I haven't looked. <laughs> I've had enough of the comedy. Um, but anyway, I just want to go ahead and, and, uh, and, and push that out. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.